everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. I am in the podcast studio with today's Devo writer, Katie Mueller. Good morning. Katie, I am so glad you're here. We've met briefly before back at writer trainings Mm -hmm. and maybe a few touch points along the way. I've never gotten to hear your story, and I would love to know how you came to know Jesus, and then fast forward where you at today. Okay. Well, um, I was blessed to grow up in a Christian family. Both my parents are Christians, and we lived in a really small town called Chickasha, Oklahoma. Chickasha. Mm-hmm. The home of the fighting chicks. The fight. I love it. Yes. That's awesome. And I uh, went to church with my parents. They taught Sunday school, and so I just— had the amazing blessing of being engulfed, if you say, around other believers, going to church three times a week, being involved in all those things. And so I made a decision um, early on. I was like six years old. I went into the pastor's office and prayed with them and asked Jesus to come into my heart. And um, as I grew up, I think that there's always some like fear and trembling and working out your faith as mm-hmm. you become like a teenager. And Absolutely. Yeah. So there's like doubts that would creep in, but I think one time my brother-in-law, and this was later when I was, you know, an adult and married, and he said that he would go to bed every night and just pray, basically the prayer of salvation. Oh, wow. And then it was like, well, this just kind of nullifies the whole death of Jesus Christ on the cross. If I have to do this every day. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that just really um, nailed it down and, like, um, brought it home to me. Like, you know, it's one and done. You know, you make that decision, and you're covered with the blood of Jesus Christ, and then um, here I am today. I turned 40 this year. Happy birthday. Thank you. And I I definitely have felt and um, I know that my faith has grown deeper in the last, you know, 10 to 15 years. And You're a mom of three? A mom of three. I'm married to my husband, John. Um, we've been married, I think, 17 years. That's and awesome. We got married right out of college. We went to OU, Boomer Sooner. Mm. I went to A&M, so that's a little <laughs> tough. But hey, we're in different conferences, so yeah, it's fine. At the time, we were still in the same conference. Oh, yeah. So we yeah, that makes se- sense. We went to several mm-hmm. games there. I put that. I'd put A&M in my top three for my kids to go to. Wow, if, I'm honored. <laughs> <laughs> if they would uh, give me any choice, or yeah, in, yeah, yeah. So my children are ten, eight, and one was turning six this Tuesday. So two girls and a boy. All right, they keep you busy. I'm oh, sure. Yeah. If somebody listening wanted to meet you, Katie, on a Sunday or meet the fam, what service could they most likely find you at and where? Um, We attend the 9 a.m. service here. My husband is on the safety and security team, so we are here before the parking gets terrible. (laughs) You're here real early. (laughs) Yes, I love it because we go sit in the um, tree fort, me and the kids, while he makes sure and does his safety procedures. That's awesome. And then I sit with my husband, and we— move different spots. We used to sit down front, but now we're all over the place making sure everybody's safe. Yes. I love it. Well, I say we jump right in. Okay. Genesis 14. Uh, Why don't you just set up this passage for us? What's happening? Okay. Well, um, Lot, who is Abram's nephew yep, and the anticipated heir um, because the covenant has been made by with God and Abram, but there's still this period of waiting, no children, no heirs. So Lot has been captured, and there's, like, a war going on, basically. Totally. And Lot is taken off, and someone escapes that was also captured to come tell Abram. 
mm-hmm. that lot has been taken away. And so Abram gets together. I think it is 318 men. Oh, yeah. He rallies the troops. Yes. And they go after and they get lot back. Let me ask you this. There, there is a lot here. And I think we learned something specifically about the character of each of these individuals in the story. What do you see in Lot? What can we learn from Lot? Um, Well, I read something that talks about, like, he just kind of drifts through life. He Mm -hmm. takes the path of least resistance, and um, he's lured away by sin, if you would say. So Lot doesn't have the strength that probably his uncle has. Yeah, he doesn't have um, positive influences. Well, he did— Oh, I guess that's true. Because he had Abram, and then I think another grandfather had talked about, like— Yes, but he'd moved He'd moved to Sodom. He'd moved away from the right. family. So they were together at one point, yeah. but there wasn't enough resources for the land to, you know, support yes. him and Abram. So Abram gave him the choice, like, where would you like to go? And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, this place looks great. And unfortunately, it's like the Sodom and Gomorrah scene, the vibe. Yes. And it's going to take him down a really shady path. What do you think the real-life application is from Lot's story for us today? As in, like, what to look like? Look yeah, at. what's a modern-day Lot? Like, what are the similar pitfalls? I mean, Dallas. Okay, explain that. Well, just, it's lure. It's, you can be lured in by... The, what is it, the $30,000 millionaire? Oh, yeah. Um, what other people have, what looks good and tempting, but it just leads to destruction. Um, not staying in your lane, not, yeah. you know, keeping your eyes fixed on God. Living living amidst pagans. Absolutely. Yeah. Or, you know, just not standing up mm. for Christ and giving in to the cultural expectations. You can't say Merry Christmas. You can't express your beliefs as a Christian. Like, that is now intolerant. Yeah. What, what is, how does that play out in your own life, personally? We live in Irving, Texas, and I think it's one of the most multicultural areas in Texas. And one day I was here at church, and I think um, John Elmore was talking, and um, I believe that's who it was. I've been to so many services. <laughs> but um, he was talking about you just can't be complacent. You can't, you know, take the path of least resistance. You have to step up. Uh, and he was like, join school boards, take a stand, you know, run Get for involved political in your office. community, yeah. So that day I went home and I said, I I emailed the PTA and said I would be the PTA president for the next year. Wow. So that's where I'm at today. And I mean, it is completely busy. <laughs> the most unpaid um, job, let's see, um, possibly not unrewarding, but it's definitely challenging. But anyways, I get to be involved in my children's school. I can take a stand. I can see like what's going on, like if there's decisions coming down that you might be on the receiving end, mm-hmm. like we're going to start studying this thought process. Maybe I'm there to intercept. Be a voice of truth. Yeah. And those thoughts that are yeah. being presented are not necessarily a biblical worldview. Right. And you're Absolutely getting to not. step in and say. And I don't think I've got to step in and um, make any decisions like that as of yet, but I get to be a positive light at the school. Absolutely. And something that us 
listening can pray for for you yeah, as hey. you're living on mission there. Let's transition here a little bit to, to Melchizedek. Okay. Who is this guy that we mean? What do we know about him? Well, we we don't know a lot. <laughs> it's kind of a trick question. Right. Um, so basically, Melchizedek blessed Abram, and then Abram knew to give a tenth of all his goods that he had recovered. It says that in the Bible. But basically, they think this is, it's a widely speculation, speculated mm. that he's a pre-incarnate version of Christ. Sure. So there's differing views, but a very, very popular one. And who did, who did you say you were studying? Um, R.C. Sproul Jr. I listened to okay. his podcast before Amazing. this one. Yes. So he would take the, the viewpoint, hey, this is a pre-incarnate Jesus. This is Jesus on the earth before, before he came mm-hmm. in, in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. Other people might say Melchizedek is a type of Christ, meaning he's not Jesus, but he shows us what Jesus is like. Either way— I think there's a stark character contrast in the Abraham Melchizedek interaction uh, compared to everything we just discussed with Lot. Right. Absolutely. And it talk, he talked about that, um, you know, there's some things that the Bible doesn't give us a lot of detail around. Like, And he gave the example as the three wise men, the first non-Jews searching for Jesus. Mm. And how did they know to come look for Jesus. I mean, there was the star, but how did they hear? How did they know? How did Abram know that this man was deserved a tenth of Right. Yeah. It's interesting. The Got Questions website has an article on what mm-hmm. is the order of Melchizedek. And this article is mainly talking about passages from Hebrews, specifically Hebrews seven, which articulate um Jesus's relation to Melchizedek. Uh, however, what they say about Genesis 14 is interesting, and they I'm going to read this uh, two sentences, three sentences. Genesis 14 describes Melchizedek as the king of Salem, which would later become Jerusalem, most scholars agree, and a priest of God most high. Abram recognized Melchizedek's priesthood through his tithing of the possessions he had taken in battle. He gives him the things he's just won. Mm-hmm. But interestingly, this incident took place before the institution of the Aaronic line, part of the Levitical priesthood. So Aaron and uh, Moses mm-hmm. is where we get priests, but Moses hasn't come on the scene yet. And so for Melchizedek to be part of this priesthood line, priesthood is fascinating because the priesthood hasn't been established yet. And the article continues by saying that the purpose of the priesthood was to meditate between God and man under the Mosaic law, which the law hasn't been given yet. Melchizedek was not a priest of Israel as that nation did not exist. Abraham had no children yet, as you pointed out earlier. The Levites would not become a priestly tribe for another four centuries, which is crazy to think about that Abram is recognizing this king is special and deserves what I've just earned. Right. Like, I I owe him. It is right for me to uh, participate in giving as an act of worship, which is crazy to think about how unprecedented this scene would have been. Well, and he refused to accept um, any of the recovered goods from the other king. Why do you think that is? I think that he— was God-fearing, God-honoring. It said, in in this case, accepting the gifts would have focused everyone's attention on Abram 
or the king of Sodom rather than on God, the giver of the victory. Hmm. When people look at us, they need to see what God has accomplished in our lives. That's awesome. Is that from your, your study Bible notes? Yes. That's really good, Katie. Um, Melchizedek's fascinating, and it it's one of those things where we don't—there's so much to learn, and yet there's so much we don't understand or even know, which I think points back to God, that he is so vast and big and incredible that we can't wrap our minds around him. So for us not to be able to fully mm-hmm. wrap our minds around Melchizedek is almost fitting right? when you think about the character of Christ and, and it gives you something when you're anticipating going to heaven, or like asking all these questions. Yeah, about. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we're out of time. So, um, Katie, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe, because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.